Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for this day, for this message that you're giving us, God. I pray that in the name of Jesus, you fill this space with the Holy Spirit that is less of me and more of you, God, that is less of us and more of you. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, whatever it is that you want us to see and understand. We thank you, Lord, for being in this space. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And we pray that your kingdom come and your will is done in this space as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. In the previous blog podcast, I sensed in the Holy Spirit to share my testimony of how one day after understanding that it's a relationship that God through Jesus wants with each of us, I got on my knees in the bathroom and asked them to come into my life. At that moment, I felt the Holy Spirit come in me like a beautiful and overwhelming force. After that moment, I had a fire for the things of God such as being in his presence with him through prayer, reading the Bible, and being in places where he was the conversation. Then in 2015, I sensed a strong calling in my life to church plant, be an apostle, or who he called me to be in Yonkers and wherever he placed me. After being part of a workshop about hearing from God, the Holy Spirit empowered me to do what he was telling me to do. He made me understand through his word in the Bible and other believers who were also filled with the Holy Spirit of the importance of answering his call. Through the Bible, we can read about the Holy Spirit. In John 16, 7, it says, but very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. In Acts 2, 1 to 11, the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, it sounded like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each of one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? Parsians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs were here. Would we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues? 
Acts 2, 17 says, In the last day, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your older men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Throughout the Bible, we see many examples of the Holy Spirit power used to empower individuals for a specific task. Joseph is an empowered to understand and interpret dreams. Paul, who was called Saul before in Acts 9, 1 to 19. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Soul, soul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, who you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hand on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to our holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hand on Saul. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, Something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and, and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. 
Today, through Christ and the power he has given his followers through the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit continues to hover over a dark and chaotic world, slowly healing it and working towards the day when it is restored to its former glory. As it says in Revelation 21:17, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give water without cost from the spring of water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. As it says in Romans 10, 9, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised them from the dead, you will be saved. It is only through accepting Jesus that we can have a relationship with God and receive the Holy Spirit, as it says in John 14, 6. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Also, to have understanding of the things of the Spirit, in 1 Corinthians 2.14, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we get forgiveness of our past transgressions, the values that God has left us in that very moment. We get healing from our past hurts. We get to walk in the purpose God has had for us when he created us, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and we get eternal life, as it says in Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Take the time to read the Bible. Reread every day. Reread the scriptures mentioned here. Ask Jesus to help you understand what he wants you to understand, who the Holy Spirit is. Then ask Jesus into your life. If you have already accepted Jesus into your life, ask him to fill you up with the Holy Spirit and tell him, to help you understand, if you are not already doing so, how to answer the great commission that Jesus has given to all who have accepted him into their lives wherever he leads.
as stated in Matthew 28, 16 to 20, the Great Commission. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and all earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. <laughs>